All right. Welcome back to the Ottawa studios of Inside My Canoe Head. I am your host, Dr. D. Today, we are going to talk about the fact that preparedness, it's a lifestyle, not a stockpile. So grab yourself your favorite beverage. Let's get at it. Some days, you never know, is it a great guitar rift or a drum beat that gets you going? I'm not sure. Thanks again for joining us here at Inside My Canoe Head. Thanks for all of the notes of support over the last couple of episodes. They've been a bit personal. They've been a bit uh, cutting, uh, designed intentionally that way for a whole bunch of reasons that I won't lay out here on the podcast, but I appreciate your support. Please keep your suggestions coming over DM me on any of our, our social media platforms. Send me an email at jeff at preparednesslabs.ca. Drop over and sign up for our newsletters at insidemycanoehead.ca and preparednesslabs.ca. They go out every two weeks in the fall season, and we are looking forward to got some great stuff coming up. So listen, welcome to Hump Day of season eight. This is where we transition to the next series of episodes coming out in season eight as we work towards the conclusion of this season, which should wrap up in early November. So today we want to talk about the fact that it's a lifestyle, not a stockpile. If you've been around this podcast for long enough, we've been out here since April of 2020. You know very much that I do not measure preparedness by the amount of equipment that's in your basement. I could frankly care less what you have stockpiled. It really does not make that much of a difference. And today we want to talk about why. First and foremost, we return to the most important question in individual emergency preparedness is who is responsible for your outcomes? And the answer to that needs to be you. You need to look at that incredible person in the mirror and you need to say to them, hey, I got this. I'm going to turn the ship around. You also hear in preparedness, and I say this all the time, that no one is coming to help. Now, that doesn't mean that your traditional first responders, a police fire EMS, your local emergency management team, your provincial state emergency management team, and those amazing people at places like FEMA and Public Safety Canada, they don't care about you. They do. It's just when you look at the percentage ratio versus the population of first responders in most cities in North America, you're looking at a ratio that's probably averaging around one first responder for every 3,500 to 4,000 residents. Those are on-duty folks. Forget the second shift that they're probably only going to show up in about a 60% time so when you think about it, the odds of having first responders able to help you in your house during a significant disruption is exceptionally rare. The idea that your 911 call will, number one, even be answered, let alone have some resources dedicating to you in the first stretches post-major significant event that, that poss- probability is near zero. And that's why personal responsibility is so important. 
It's not that we don't believe in the public sector. It's not that we don't support what they do for a living. It's that we're rational, intelligent individuals. We look at the statistical analysis and the response rate in large disruptive events, and we see based upon research and evidence, which is everything that we do here at Inside My Canoe Head, that the probability that you'll receive a response to your 911 call in a significant disruption is somewhere far less than 3 to 5%. Now, if that's your course of action for a significant disruption, then you are setting you and your family up for failure. Now, that's a course of action you have absolutely the right to choose. You can choose to set your family up for failure. You can choose to roll the dice and depend on somebody else answering a phone line, putting you in a priority order, and actually being able to assist you. No, preparedness is about setting yourself up for success. The orientation is always has been here at Inside My Canoe Head and based upon research is to take care of yourself first. You have dreams, goals, hopes, or you just somehow want to gain some measure of control of the chaotic nightmare that is your current life. You want to pursue something or at least stop the slide. Right, You may be on a downward slide right now. You may be discombobulated in so many different ways. You don't have time to talk about it or think about it. You want to say things that you won't even say about at parties when you're fueled by a bit of alcohol. Your life is a nightmare. It's turned upside down. So you're not exactly thinking about goals, dreams, and hopes right now. But the idea of setting yourself up for success is a grounding that you are going to assume control of the chaos and what I refer to as what your life looks like, which may be a dog's breakfast. That's the first step, right? It's not about going out and buying a bunch of crap and throwing it in a bag and putting it by your front door. No, it's about looking that incredible person in the mirror and saying, it's, it's, it's you, it's me, here we are. It doesn't matter how we got here. Today is the day where I'm going to stop the slide, right? I'm just going to stop the slide. Maybe maybe that's success, right? But taking responsibility for your outcomes is assuming control of the chaos, right? If you think about, it's about setting up the difference between normative versus positive. And in the scientific community, that means the difference between the world you want and the world you live in. It's really cool if you think everything should be X, but when everything is Y, all you're doing is running around and dreaming, bitching, and complaining about how you're a victim and how everybody else is ruining your life and preventing you from being successful. When you assume control of the chaos, you stop that slide. It's about simply looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, all right, this is, this is a dog's breakfast, my friend, but uh, we're only going up from here right? If you think about your calendar, here's a great frame for this. And this is not mine. I picked this up off somebody else's TikTok, right? If you look at it, how many of you have a to-do list, a massive to-do list that you don't think you'll ever get done? It's insurmountable. It's massive. And it largely prevents you from doing anything because it's just a nightmare because it's not about a to-do list. It's about what you have time to do. And this was an incredible message from a podcast, uh, the uh, clip that I saw on on TikTok. And it was about saying and reminding us that time is the most finite 
quantity we have, right? Time is the most important thing that we have. We can't buy more time, right? It, it, it's all that we have. So if you get rid of to-do list, which is something that I think is, is, is you need to do, and work off your calendar and your calendar only, right? And the, the exercise this individual was talking about is just a way to understand how you personally are screwing your own life by your to-do list is to do an exercise, list everything that you need to do in the next two weeks, put a time frame next to it, a logical time frame, how long you think it'll take to do, right? Uh, grocery store, probably going to take you an hour and a half to get there, do your things, check out, get back, put the stuff away, right? Full time frame. So then what you do is then you pull out your calendar for the next two weeks and you fill it in with the realistic time frame. And what that happens is you, there's no way you have time to do what's on your to-do list. So it's not about your to-do list. It's about what you have time to do. And so that's why the industry of self-help is the way forward, right? It is. That's why it's so powerful. That's why you have a uh, conglomeration of authors from Mark Manson, who, pardon my uh, swearing, um, whose who's very famous book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And we have Ryan uh, Holiday, who is a very famous author of The Daily Stoic, a book that I read every day. He has YouTube channels and everything. He draws in stoicism to talk about self-help. We have Tim Ferriss, the very famous author of The 4-Hour Workweek, that talks about the very same thing, that your calendar is all that you have. Greg McEwen, very famous author of Essentialism, fabulous book, something that, that, that I return to regularly and is one of the few that I stick around. And I go back to read that regularly. Uh, minimalism is something that's been important to me. I've done a number of podcast episodes on it. Uh, Joshua and Ryan, the minimalists, you look at Marie Kondo, all of their minimalism and the self-help guide and gurus that have been written. It's all grounded in the theory of taking responsibility. It's designing the life you want and then figuring out the steps necessary to get there. And each one of these authors, what they do is their, their, their premise is all the same, even the minimalists. It's about designing the life that you want. First sitting down and figuring what that looks for you. Because it's going to be different for everybody, which is why it's not my responsibility to tell you what a great life looks like. That's something you have to do. What each one of these offer, authors have in common is that they offer you a different pathway to get to that life that you want. Um, and they're all wonderful. I read them all. I'm never going to diss anybody who has taken the time to write uh to write a book. And remember, this is a great quote, and I've used this with my godchildren and my own children, is remember, you will never be criticized by somebody who is doing better than you. Just let that sink in for a second. You'll never be criticized by somebody who is doing better than you. And that translates to, you will never see a millionaire complaining or, or making fun of the entrepreneur. You will never see a sports athlete making fun of the individual in the basketball arena uh, late at night uh, practicing hoops. 
People who are successful see the roadmap to success and all the obstacles and the failures that are along the way. So when you're get criticized, when you decide that you want to take responsibility for your life and you want to take responsibility for turning the chaotic uh, downsliding dog's breakfast around, right? You'll get criticism. But remember, that criticism will always come from people who are jealous, people who can't do what you're doing or who had not come to that point in life. So that's why when we look at preparedness, the lens we look through preparedness at here at Inside My Canoe Head is preparedness is a lifestyle, right? It is this what we're doing here. It's a methodology to set you, set the conditions for success, to lay a roadmap to your goal, whatever that express goal it is, the Inside My Canoe Head education system, which we've written out in detail, is designed on research. A lot of it brought from the self-help movement, but a lot of it brought from psychological and social capital research to guide you through the process to the end state you want, plus an ability to be ready to navigate significant disruption. So if you think about what we're offering here at Inside My Canoe Head and why our preparedness frame looks so different from the nauseating diatribe and verbal diarrhea that you hear on YouTube and elsewhere is that preparedness is a lifestyle, right? That's our difference. We'll get you there. We'll get you there to that gold life you want. But we're going to wrap you in a blanket of preparedness along the way, which means as significant disruptions happen, you will continue upon that journey. If your your resilience will be far higher in a scientific term, resilience is your ability to handle an exogenous shock and return to normalcy as quickly as possible. That will be increased. And so what that does is when you wrap yourself in a blanket of preparedness, while you're on this self-improvement, while you're on this gaining control of your life journey, that you're builds your self-confidence because you know you can take a little bit more risk. You know you can step a little further outside the box because you're wrapped in this blanket of preparedness. Because by assuming the responsibilities that we've laid out and following the roadmap that we lay out, you're on a journey to adopting a prepared life, right? So it's very much in line with all of these very uh, famous authors, but it's akin to doing it through the lens of preparedness. The end state is the same. You reach the goal you want. You reach rocking an incredible life is what we continually say here at Inside My Canoe Head is the job is to rock an incredible life. None of us know how long we're here for. Let's make the best of what we're here, but why not wrap it in a blanket of preparedness? So as the 2020s, an incredibly disruptive decade continues to throw us curveballs, you continue to hit successes. And if you do get knocked down, you're going to bounce back better and you're going to bounce back faster than everybody around you. A stockpile without the foundation, it's not a strategy. It's a commercial journey. You know, you're exchanging your money for protection, whereas protection from disruptions and their effects is not purchasable by cash. 
And that's the argument 100% against a stockpile. You're buying, if you're not changing anything you do in your life, changing your theoretical lens or your frame through which you examine or the goals you're pursuing, if you're just buying a physical stockpile, then you are purchasing protection. That's what you're doing. You believe by exchanging your hard-earned money, which is really time because you have to earn that through time, exchanging your time for a stockpile of goods in your basement and that that is going to lead you to success and limit the effects of an exogenous shock, you can't purchase that protection by cash. You can't. It doesn't work. And I've looked at every piece of research that has ever been written on individual, collective, and community resilience and emergency preparedness. I've read it all. I've spent the last decade or more reading every piece of research that's been done. It doesn't work. Adding a stockpile to your basement without building a personal foundation to support it is pointless. Absolutely pointless. It actually may cause harm. Now, the research on that side is not as definitive, but when we look at it, people have had poor outcomes because they relied on a stockpile, thinking that that was their route out, and it gave them a false sense of security. And because they had that false sense of security in a stockpile of goods, they made poor decisions at the onset of exogenous shocks, which led to less than ideal outcomes. So that's how we look at preparedness through that lens is that it's a lifestyle, not a stockpile. And that preparedness is, as we present it here to you at Inside My Canoe Head, it is an education system to support your roadmap that you are on to get to the ideal life or the better life that you're pursuing. So if you're simply looking for a PDF list of things to buy to make yourself uh, more prepared, I will argue that that list doesn't exist. And that if somebody is trying to tell you, here's a list of things to purchase to make yourself more prepared, I would tell you to run the other way. Some people fall for that. There is a massive industry out there of people who tell you that. Now, there is some great commercial ventures out there who sell some really good kit and equipment that supports your preparedness journey. And I've said along, if you follow what we do here at Inside My Canoe Head, we first look at you, then we look at your shelter-in-place plan. Now, in your shelter-in-place plan, depending on how you define your family, and we look into that in detail, and then the timeline that you choose to shelter-in-place for, and we have a great strategy to help you figure out that timeline. When you come to that and you look at what is currently sitting in your household and do an assessment of your family timeline versus shelter-in-place plan, you may actually have a shortfall right? There may actually be a need for you to acquire something off industry, right? So we're not against buying anything, though preparedness is free and you can build a complete preparedness plan without spending something, but the option may be presented to yourself. So when you then go out and support some of these amazing companies and industries who are providing excellent preparedness gear, you're buying something that fits a hole in a plan that you designed. 
You designed a plan for you and the family and the people for whom you're responsible to shelter in place for a timeline. You did an analysis of that. And through that analysis, you determine that there is a gap in your preparedness and you would like to purchase item X to fill that gap. Absolutely intelligent, absolutely brilliant. And that's how a preparedness plan works. That's why you have to design the strategy yourself. That's why you need to design your preparedness plan for your family on your own and not from a PDF checklist that somebody else gives you. Because when you see that, you'll see the item, you'll see that the item fits the need, you'll have the exact item you need, and you won't have a bunch of garbage crap that you may have been suckered through some great marketing into purchasing off of the internet and in your basement thinking that you are now good to go. You very well may have a list of things to acquire and depending on your financial system, that period of time may take longer or you may need to pursue uh, other avenues through community organizations, grant supports to help you with that. But again, if you, if you design the plan yourself, if you make the commitment yourself, because what we're asking you here in Inside My Canoe Head to make a commitment on is time. That's what, and it's your most valuable commodity, right? Money replaces time. I can buy things that I don't want to do. And this is why uh, people who are wealthy, who are uh, building a wealth for their family for generations, they, they fly private jets. Why? Yeah, sure, it's a bouginess to it, but there's actually a strategy because you drive up, you get out of your car, you get on the plane and you go where you need to go right? It's your freaking plane and it's taking you exactly where you want to go on time. The engines are running two minutes after you sit in the plane, you're taxiing down the runway because time is the valuable resource you can't replace, right? And so you need to have high-speed internet and not be bothered while you're on the plane because your life is work, 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 work. If you're at that level for being that productive, it's why some of the top real estate agents in New York will tell you that the number first thing that they do is they get a driver, right? They get a freaking driver. That's the first and best expense they've ever done because they can sit on their phone. They can do their deals. They can do everything they want to. They're not hailing a cab. They're not dealing with it. They're not watching around. They always know as they move around the city at any time of the day that there is a car out front waiting for them. They come down, the door gets open, they hop in, boom, they're gone. Professional driver. It's the number one thing they acquire because it addresses time, the most valuable resource you have. That's why we ground it in personal responsibility. You have to think back to what I said earlier about the calendar. It's not about a to-do list. It's about what you have time to do. Think about that, right? I, I, I have wonderful laundry list of things that I would love to do, and the vast majority of them won't get done. And it's not because I can't. It's because I realize I have a finite amount of time. That personal responsibility, taking care of me, also means when we talk about calendar and specifically how to manage your calendar, we talk about that in our element on mental health in the first part of our series that in the book, Preparedness Simplified, it's available on Amazon, www.insidemycanoehead.ca for the link. Um, when we talk about your mental health, one of the three things we talk about is your calendar because it's an expression of your most valuable commodity. If you're not in absolute 100% command and control of your calendar, then you are opening up uh, you to being influenced 
and and pressured into do the things that other people want you to do. Now we all understand we have to work, right? Unless you're won the birth lottery and you're born into a wealthy family, we all have to work. We all have employment to do. And so that fix it. But everything outside your your animalistic requirements of evolution, sleeping and eating and your employment to earn an income sufficient to survive, every other space in your calendar is voluntary, right? And I go back to the famous quote from Matthew McConaughey, uh, great actor, love the man, uh, love his work. Uh, he just said, you know, he's known in Hollywood as a quick no and a slow yes. So if you ask me like right away, get into my calendar now, right? Right now. Uh, the answer is no. I don't, I, it doesn't matter what you're offering. It doesn't matter who you are. If you want an immediate answer right now, I'll just look at you and say no and move on. I don't even care what you're offering. No, if you want an answer, give me time to consider it. I'll look at it. I'll see if I can fit it into my calendar, if it's something that gives me a fantastic. And and um, Greg McEwen talks about this in his book, Essentialism. He talks about that getting into your calendar should be a privilege, right? And he expresses it as it should be an absolute enthusiastic, hell yes, absolutely, I want to do this. If that activity or the offer doesn't bring up that kind of an immediate like emotional response when you read about it, oh my, this is just the best thing that's ever happened, then the answer is no, absolutely no right? 90% of the things you should be asked to do and to participate in, the answer should probably be no. You need to protect your calendar. But again, this is about accepting personal responsibility, right? This is about assuming control of your own mental health, personal health, and physical health, uh, and financial health as well, which is tough for a lot of people now, which is why I key all the time in preparedness about the fact that it's free. Yes, you may find a gap in your preparedness plan where you may need to acquire something to fill that gap, but there's always going to be a strategy and a way to fill that gap without spending money. Spending money to fill the gap is going to be the easy button. Uh, filling that gap alternatively may take a little bit more work, but it's always going to be available to you. So preparedness, it's a lifestyle not a stockpile. The education system here that we offered inside my canoe head is based upon research, based upon that roadmap to a journey. We're going to get you to rocking an incredible life and setting yourself up and putting you on that roadmap. And that roadmap may take years. This is not overnight. If you're looking for an overnight solution, can't help you there. That doesn't exist. But if you're looking to put yourself on a roadmap to success, to reach the goals you want, all while wrapping yourself in a blanket of preparedness so you're protected against exogenous shocks, those things beyond your control, so that when you get knocked down, you bounce back faster and better than anybody else around you, letting you pursue those dreams and reach your goals, then we have the system for you. And inside my canoe head, it's a lifestyle, not a stockpile. So thank you for joining us this week. Uh, on the episode. Again, please keep all of your suggestions coming in. We look forward to everything that you have. Uh, we're coming back onto social media shortly. Uh, we had to take a bit of a hiatus for a whole bunch of other reasons that I won't discuss on this podcast. Thank you for your uh, words of support. It it matters. Um, it, it really does. And, and, I, and I do appreciate it. Uh, and it matters. I just want to leave it at that. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, take care. Stay safe. 
and have a great long weekend. It's Canadian Thanksgiving, the best time of year.